0: This has been our relation relationship weekend, and uh, we had a wonderful uh, time here last night. Uh, many came, had a beautiful meal together. I don't. I think we had how many people did we have here last night? About seventy-five people last night for the relationship seminar, and it covered a whole gamut. Of relationship, from marriage, um, sexuality, raising teenagers, divorce, singleness. And um, it was just uh, really uh, amazing. And it was real. (laughs) It was raw and real. (laughs) And um, uh, uh, Callum and Jordan did the interview and asked questions. They asked questions so raw that I decided I'm never, ever going to have them interview me in my whole (laughs) life. But it was it was uh, an amazing, amazing evening, afternoon, and evening together. I'm going to continue this morning on the theme of relationships, and and uh, Belinda, Pastor Belinda, is going to uh, do that again this evening. So I've titled my talk today, the foundation for every relation, the foundation for every relation, Abba. Abba. The foundation for every relation begins with Abba, our relationship with our heavenly Father. Father. Our relationship with God forms... And fashions and lays the foundation for our relationship with man. This is the ultimate relationship from which every other relationship is built upon or flows out of our Heavenly Father. We read in Mark's Gospel, there in the garden of Gethsemane, and Jesus, just before he's betrayed, and just before he goes to the cross, he goes a little further in this garden, and he falls on the ground, and he prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him, and he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you, Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. The message says, Papa, Father, you can, can't you? Get get me out of this. Take this cup from me. But please, not what I want. What do you want? Now, I think you would agree with me today that the greatest relationship, I mean, like, like the relationship between Jesus and his Abba, the relationship between Jesus and his Father is by far the greatest, the highest, the utmost relationship in the universe. There's no relationship in the universe like this relationship between Jesus and Abba, between Jesus and his Father. Throughout the Old Testament, we we read the story of God from Genesis to Malachi, and, and it's rich, and it's enriching, and yet Jesus steps on the scene, and in the Gospels, Jesus called God, my Father, 58 times, and three more times in the book of Revelation. My father, my father, my father, Abba, my father. And then, I mean, this is unheard of. No wonder the the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the whole religious order was rocked to its core. He's talking about almighty God. And he calls him father, my father. But then it gets even more radical. It gets even more outrageous. It gets even more ridiculous. When Jesus introduces us to the eternal, transcendent, omniscient, radiant, holy, almighty God as your Father. From this garden, three days later, he's in another garden. And Mary is there at that garden tomb. And Jesus says to Mary in John 20 and verse 17, Mary, do not cling to me for I have not yet ascended to the father, but go and tell my brothers. And here is what I want you to say to them. Mary, the evangelist, I commission you to go and tell those disciples. This is what I want you to say to them. Tell them this. I am ascending to my Father and your Father, Amen. to my God and to your God. In Matthew's Gospel alone, 20 times Jesus says, God is your Father. He says, Your Father. In heaven. Your Father who sees. Your Father knows the things. Your Father forgives you. Your Father feeds the birds of the air. Your Father gives you good things. Your Father. Your relationship with your Father is the most vital, most essential, and most cardinal relationship of your life. And this is the foundation for every relation in your life. Paul wrote to the Romans, or from, to the Romans in chapter 8 and verse 15. And Paul says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom, by this Spirit, by this Holy Spirit that we have received, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The New Living Translation reads it this way You have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, You've received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. Not Yahweh, not Jehovah, not Elohim. Abba, Father. And in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6, And because you are sons and daughters, because you are sons, because you are children, God has sent forth the spirit of his son. We're talking Jesus. God has sent forth the spirit of Jesus into your hearts. And the spirit of Jesus in your heart cries, Abba. Father. This is the ultimate relationship. This is your ultimate relationship. And when you are rightly related to Abba, you will be properly related to everyone else. Let me show you how this works. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 16, It says, we know how much God, Abba, Father, God, we know how much God loves us. We've been singing about it and talking about it all morning. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love. Abba, Father, is love love. And all who live in love live in Abba, live in God, and God, Abba, lives in them. Can you see how being rightly related to Abba, who is love, is the foundation for every relation? And we read four verses later. If someone says, I love Abba, I love Father, I love God, but hates A fellow believer, you know what? That person is a liar. And his pants are on fire. (laughs) For if we don't love people whom we can see, how can we love Abba? How can we love God? How can we love Father whom we cannot see? The message version of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 2 says this. The reality test. On whether or not we love God's children is this. Do we love God? Do we keep his commands? Come on now. You just get out of sync with your heavenly father and see how long it is before you are out of sync with your wife. If I am not in tune with God, I am not in harmony with her. My daily walk with Abba constantly and continuously tunes, tunes my soul, tunes my soul. The Holy Spirit is the perfect pitch tuning fork for the strings of your heart and the strings of my heart to keep me in tune. How many times a day does a master musician tune his instrument? David Brinks up here playing the guitar, how many times, how many times, David, would you be tuning your guitar, you know, to make, and by the way, David, that's a radical haircut. Where are you? I'm just saying, my mom told me years ago, never go to your barber when he's in a bad mood. Just, just saying. But I know you tuned that thing this morning. You've probably tuned it since this morning. You probably will tune it again before you get back up here. What's up with that? What's up with that? Well, because the master musician wants to get the best out of the instrument, and I need—I—I'm I need, like that guitar man. You, you are like that guitar too, and I have a human proclivity to go flat or sharp or to get off pitch or to get out of tune. And if I'm out of tune with him. I'll be off pitch with you. And if I'm sharp with her, I'm flat with him. Your relation to him is the foundation of your relation to everyone else. So pursue him. Press in to him. Be a God chaser, be an instrument that is in his hands daily for him to continue to tune you to bring the best out of you. Be a fervent follower of your Father in heaven. Be a chaser, be one who loves and leans into Abba. Abba. Let Abba, Father, be the, the goal of your everyday life. David said in Psalm 63 and verse 1, My, actually, verse 8, he said, My soul follows hard after God. Come on, this is not just some catch me if you can on a Sunday morning and if the seats are comfortable, I'll be here. This is my, my soul, my heart pursuing and pressing and following hard after God. This is the ultimate of all relationships, to follow hard after God The New Living Translation, and I've had this verse of Scripture memorized for decades. As a young man, I've memorized that Scripture. But the New Living Translation says, I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. Come on, that's why I'm still here today, and that's why you're still here today. The message says, I hold on to you for dear life. And i got to tell you, that is true in my life. I have held on to him for dear life. And you hold me steady as a post. The TPT says, with passion, I pursue and cling to you because I feel your grip on my life. I keep my soul close to your heart, Abba. This relationship with Abba is the most ultimate and most intimate of all relationships in your life. This is the ultimate relationship. This is the intimate relationship. I just read verse 8 of Psalm 63, but verse 1. says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee, my flesh longs for thee in a dry and a thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands unto thy name. And my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I think of thee upon my bed and meditate upon thee in the night. Watches. Intimacy. The most fulfilling, life giving, soul satisfying, heart gratifying relationship of all is our relationship with God, with Abba. This relationship is the relationship that you were created for. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yes. The entire universe exists. So that in that universe, a galaxy would be placed. And in that galaxy, a solar system would be placed. And in that solar system, a planet would be placed. And on that planet, a people would be created for this relationship. Every part of your DNA leans into this relationship with Abba because you were created for it. You were made for it. The old Westminster Catechism asks the question, What is the chief end of man? And then it answers the question. Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Of all the relationships you could ever have, the most intimate and ultimate is the relationship with your maker and your master who just happens to be your Abba Father. David said in Psalm 1611, in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. The Good News Bible reads this way, Your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever. What happens when you pursue your relationship with Abba? What happens? Two things. Two things. First, that relationship rightly relates you to love and makes you fit for every other relationship in your life. Second, that relationship brings you joy and pleasure and delight more than anyone else on this planet could ever bring you. Uh, no one else even comes close. There is none in there's none on the earth I desire beside thee. And there's and I have no one in heaven but you, but you. What happens to those who follow hard after God? What happens to those who press into him, to know him? What happens? In Psalm 36, eight, it says, they are abundantly satisfied. They are abundantly satisfied. The Hebrew word here is saturated. They are abundantly satisfied and saturated with the fullness of your house. Abundant, satisfied, saturated with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures, for with you is the fountain of life, and in your light we see light. There is no relationship with another human being that comes even close to this. And that is why the Apostle Paul would say in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. And to me, the greatest verse of Scripture in the Amplified Bible, the greatest job of translating the Bible with the Amplified Bible is for this one verse. I would own an Amplified Bible just to read this one verse over and over and over again. Verse 10 of Philippians 3. And this is why Paul would say, For my determined purpose is... Do you have a determined purpose? What is your determined purpose? What would you fill in today? The blank. My determined purpose is... The apostle says, my determined purpose is that I may know him that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. What is your determined purpose? The ultimate relationship is the master key to all other relationship. Abba is love. And when I'm rightly related to Abba, this is the kind of person I'm going to be with everyone else. If you are rightly related to God is love, Father Abba, then let me show you the kind of person you're going to be in your relationships. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. You will be one because love. You will be one because you're rightly related to Abba, because God is love, and you've pressed in, and now you are walking in Abba, Father, love. Who are you in relationship? You are one who never gives up, who cares more for others than for yourself, who doesn't want what it doesn't have, who doesn't strut, who doesn't have a swelled head, who doesn't force itself or yourself on anyone else. You're not always me first. You don't fly off the handle. You don't keep score of the sins of others. You don't revel when others grovel. You take pleasure in the flowering of truth. You always look for the best. You never look back, but you keep going to the end. That's how you are with people when you discover who you are in your love and your pursuit of Abba, Father. The ultimate relation is the foundation for every relation. Spouse, children, siblings, parents, friends, neighbors, even strangers and enemies. But the ultimate relation is also the most intimate relation. There is no ecstasy on earth that can compare to the delight and bliss of intimacy with God. The Apostle Peter said... Chapter 1, verse 8, 1 Peter. Whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. There is no ecstasy on earth that can compare to intimacy with God. The Good News Bible translates this verse this way. This un- just joy unspeakable. It says, A great and glorious joy which words cannot express. Other translations say this joy is inexpressible. It's indescribable joy, delight, and gladness. We read... In the book of Corinthians, these amazing words, every Christian holds these words, every Christian loves and pursues and stands on the hope of these words. Every Christian knows and loves and stands on the hope, or every Christian that knows these words certainly stands on the hope. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, it is written, the eye is not seen nor ear heard Nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Wow, come on, somebody. I mean, Spielberg and all of them together. Lucas, all of them together. Couldn't even come close. Listen, let me. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But can I tell you what happens in intimacy with Abba? The next verse. The next verse is what happens to those who have intimacy with Abba. And we've just read, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, is never entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God, the deep things of God are known in intimacy. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear. the deep things of God, in the ultimate and intimate relationship with Abba, you will see what the eye cannot see, you will hear what the ear cannot hear, and you will know what the heart of man cannot know. Could I have our team come, please? The ultimate relation is the foundation for every relation. And intimacy with your Abba Father is the ecstasy of heaven on earth. Would you stand with me? Would you pursue? Would you press in? Would you go deep? Would you drink deep draughts of God? Would you have a determined purpose to know Abba? To love Abba, to live in his hands, and to be tuned daily in his love, his care. Would you know joy that's inexpressible? Would you experience delights and pleasures that could never even, that all the delight and pleasure of the earth wouldn't even move the rector scale of heaven's version. Would you be a God chaser? Would you quit the vain pursuits and the empty longings for stuff and things that don't matter? Would you know him? Would you lay before him? Would you rise up early? Would you cry out to him in the nighttime in the intimacy? Even on my bed, we cry out, David said, Would you pursue him? Would you turn your eyes upon Jesus? Would you look full in his wonderful face and let the things of the earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace? In 1864, a boy wrote a poem. Some say he was 16 years old. Others say he was actually 12 years old. And he writes this poem of intimacy with God. Later, someone put music to it. His name was William Ralph Featherton. And here's what he wrote. My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. For thee, all the folly of sin, I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior, art thou. If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow. If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I'll love thee in life. I will love thee in death, and praise thee as long as thou lendest me breath. I'll say when the death dew lies cold on my brow, if ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. In mansions of glory and endless delight, I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright. I'll sing with the glittering crown On my brow, if ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. Would you bow your heads, please? Would you just lay it all down that you may lay hold? Would you lay hold of the greatest, ultimate relationship of all that will cause you to have great success in all relationships. And would you search and seek and know the secret of the Lord, the intimacy with God? Would you pursue it as a determined purpose of your life? I ask you, would you do that in Jesus' name? Amen.